Yo, how is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and today I am joined by my co-hosts, Parth and Jalen. How's it going, guys? What's up, boys? What's up? So, today we are basically going to be recapping uh, what has happened so far in about a day and a half of free agency for the Bears. Um, not much has happened, honestly, but it's it's still been pretty crazy, so we're going to hop right into it. Uh, before I hop into that, I would like to say this is the first podcast that we're recording since we started our brand, our website. So if you would like to go check out our website, um, beardown.com, there's a ton of good content on there. We've got clothes, all the merch sales for the, for the next two weeks, for the rest of the month, will go towards coronavirus relief, uh, something that's pretty good. And we got a ton of, uh, other content on there. We're posting on Instagram all the time. We got the Twitter up and running. We got a whole team of great people hired, and it's working out pretty well. So let's get right into this, guys. Let's start off with the first thing that happened yesterday. Um, Teddy freaking Bridgewater. Obviously now uh, he's close to terms with the Carolina Panthers, but yesterday when when the tampering period opened, there was obviously a lot of talk about the Bears. So so wh- whichever of you wants to talk about that and your thoughts on that when that when that report came out, um, go for it. Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of bringing Teddy Bridgewater in. I'm still a Trubisky believer as it slowly dies down with Trubisky. I still think he deserves to start the season at least as a quarterback. And if he can't pick it up, then I want to have a decent backup to replace him. But Teddy Bridgewater would just make him probably starting quarterback. Or or if, let's say, Trubisky even beat a mountain camp, you're basically paying 20 to $25 million for a backup quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater, which is not worth it or even a decent starter for him. I just think it's much better to just pick up like a quarterback like Andy Dalton to be the backup of the Chicago Bears and let Trubisky do his thing. If he can't, then Dalton takes over. Jalen, what were your thoughts on the uh, the reports about Bridgewater? Um, I'm, I'm agreeing with Parthia. I wasn't a really a big fan um, on, on Teddy. Um, I'm also like I, I still believe in Mitch. You know, if we get him up some O line help, you know, we signed Jimmy Graham, but um, get also get him a tight some tight end help and you know get him some weapons around him. I feel like you know he can return to his 2018 self. But so I, I would I would have been very upset if we would have you know signed Teddy, especially because I knew we were gonna have have to pay him some type of money to bring him to Chicago to compete. Um, rather than you know some other team, he was gonna go there and start. So I knew we were gonna have to pay him, but. Yeah, that that's just how I feel about it. I'm so I'm kind of glad we didn't get Teddy, to be honest. Yeah, so at this point, the whole Teddy Bridgewater thing's been a complete carousel. People were saying the Bears were in on him, closing on a deal. We were all really confident about that. And then Tampa Bay comes into the mix. Tom Brady's decision comes into the mix. And then this morning, people are saying that Bridgewater didn't want to compete. He wanted the starting job in Chicago if he were to come here. And then a source that's been reporting um, on all the stuff the entire week uh, hit it on the head with the contract details, and the Panthers offered him three years, $60 million guaranteed, whereas the Bears offered what it looks to be three years, $52 million guaranteed. So um, there's that. Um, Personally, I'd probably rather come to Chicago and win. I don't really know what Carolina has, but it opens up the – the question about Cam Newton, the Raiders signed uh, Marcus Mariota to go down there in Las Vegas. 
We don't know what's going to happen with Derek Carr. My guess is he would probably stay there. And ever since then, the Bears have been linked to basically every quarterback by a legitimate reporter um, since the beginning of free agency. So there was stuff about Foles and Dalton. Uh, apparently, uh, the Jaguars didn't like the offer we were giving for Foles, so that's seeming unrealistic. No one knows what's up with Dalton. Carr is still in the question. Uh, Cam Newton, uh, the Panthers are basically saying they want to trade him, even though he came out and said that he didn't want to get traded. But uh, he's on the table, and Ian Rappaport reported a couple months ago that he would be interested in going to Chicago if that window opened. So out of the guys left, as far as quarterbacks go, before we get into the actual moves the Bears made, I want to know who you guys would want. I know you guys talked about Andy Dalton earlier, but I just want to know your thoughts on all the other prospects that the Bears have been linked to the last 72 hours. I just looked at FanDuel, and uh, Cam Newton is the favorite yeah, there's no sports going on right now, so they're literally betting where free agents are going to sign, and the Bears have a plus one twenty five chance of trading for Cam Newton. So, so that's there. But I, I, I personally think Andy Dalton's the move. He's going to be much cheaper than all the other guys, and decent experience. Worked with Bill Lazor, Lazor, whatever his name is, and uh, I think he's going to be able to put some fire under Mitch, so Mitch can step it up too. Jalen, um, also Andy, um, I don't, I don't want to trade for him. If he gets released, I have no problem. Yeah, they have to. The Bengals have a decision to make on. Yeah, the, if I can interrupt, the Bengals do have a decision to make on him by Wednesday. They owe him seventeen million dollars if he's on the roster on Wednesday. So, if they can't work out a deal with the Bears by Wednesday on that one, and the Bears do in fact want Dalton, uh, I assume he's getting cut. Yeah. So, like, if we trade before him. If we trade for him before tomorrow, I will be very upset because he's not going to be on the roster. Um, Cincinnati's obviously going to move on from him. They're probably going to take uh, Burrow number one, so it's no really no need for him to back up and you know with that much of a cap hit, it, like it's really no need for him to be on the roster. So I wouldn't have a problem with Andy. Um, now with Cam Newton, um, I'm a big fan of Cam Newton, but we still don't have any offensive line, and he's making a ton of money with no offensive line so I don't see the point of training for him either so yeah I'm gonna have to go with Don I think if we trade for Cam you'd have to extend him to try and move some of that money around obviously the offensive line is something we need to address we're about to get into the tight ends uh tight end position uh Jimmy Graham obviously someone who we acquired there the thought may be that the Bears will still uh draft a tight end because Trey Burton uh his end in Chicago is inevitably closing unless he can prove that that he's worth it uh, in 2020, but let, let's get into Jimmy Graham now. I don't really have a thought on the quarterbacks. Um, at the end of the day, I want a decent price. It's clear that we want someone, so we'll see what can happen there. So the Bears have made two signings. Let's get into the first one here. Uh, Jimmy Graham staying in the NFC North signs a two-year deal with the Bears. After being re- released by the Green Bay Packers on Thursday, uh, he signed a two-year deal with Chicago worth $16 million. Nine million of that guaranteed. Uh, the thoughts on this from Bears fans were pretty bitter. A lot of people think Graham is washed up. But that being said, my one defense for him is number one that the offensive scheme in Chicago uses the tight end a lot more. And secondly, uh, Graham had a down year in 2019 with Aaron Rodgers, and he still did more than the entire Chicago Bears tight end core did the entire year. So. There's one upside for that. We'll have a tight end that can at least produce and at least stay on the field. Graham hasn't missed a game in a while. Uh, Parth, your your thoughts on that signing? Um, was it 
Okay, so I, I like Jimmy Graham. I think he's a great player and all. But there were better options out there. Um, the you know, most notable one being Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron probably would have been the same price, maybe even cheaper if you think about it. I have no idea what Pace was thinking. Maybe uh, with Clancy Brown um, working with Jimmy Graham in the past, factored into the decision with signing Jimmy Graham. Um, but I'm not going to judge Jimmy till he plays games with us because we literally did not have a tight end on the field last year, it felt like half the time. So Absolutely. Jalen? Um, who I definitely agree with that. When I saw that we signed Jimmy Graham, first I asked, like, why? Like, why did we sign him? You know, he's 33, 32 years old. You know, this is, this would have been a good sign, like, five years ago. Um, Right now, he had a better quarterback in Rodgers and couldn't produce with him. So I don't see the reason giving him $16 million with $9 million guaranteed. So I, I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean. Especially when Abron when was, was out there. I know we, we couldn't. Well, when we signed Graham, Hooper was already signed with the Browns, but he, we weren't going to sign Hooper. Hooper just Graham got the Hoop, Austin Hooper got the biggest tight end deal in history. So, congrats to him. But um, yeah, but I, I would I would have gave Ebron that money over Jimmy Graham to be honest. Yeah, I mean a lot of people argue that uh, Ebron also has a connection with Trubisky through North Carolina Chapel Hill, where they both played. So that's a little bit of a tough one. That's a sticky situation there. At the end of the day, I do think Graham is going to provide help. Uh, he, he's proven he can stay healthy even though he's gotten older. He hasn't missed a game in a while. We need the help of tight end. The question now becomes, there's two really big questions at tight end. What happens next for Shaheen and Burton? Because they could both be cut or be on the lineup at the same exact time. And also the question is, what are you going to do in the second round? Um, when it boils down to it. So I guess I'm going to wait and let this one play out for Jimmy Graham. I really hope he can help out because we definitely need the help, like Parse said. So uh, I'm not going to judge this one until we see really what he does. Heading into the next signing, Tuesday morning, 11.36 a.m., uh, Adam Schefter reported that the Bears were expected to sign pass rusher Robert Quinn. Um, I'm pretty sure that this deal was five years, $70 million, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's $30 million guaranteed. Um, but, but I think that's a really good signing. We cut Floyd and we're going to end up paying Quinn a very similar price. If you look at Quinn's stats, I think, uh, he had 119 less snaps than Khalil Mack. Now picture that Khalil Mack's also getting double and triple team most snaps, but he had 119 less snaps with the Cowboys lining up across from Demarcus Lawrence in 2019 and had 46 QB, 46 or 49 QB pressures. I forget which number that was, which is the exact same as Mack. And Robert Quinn had 11 and a half sacks in uh, in 2019. He's a pure pass rusher, uh, a very big upgrade from Leonard Floyd. This offensive line went healthy, or this defensive line went healthy. is going to be very scary. You've got Robert Quinn, Eddie Goldman, Akeem Hicks, and Khalil Mack coming at the quarterback. I think the pass rush is going to be one of the best in the league. And you've also got some pretty good linebackers. We've lost some linebackers. We can talk about that another day. But we've still got Trevathan, we've got Roquan Smith, we've got some young guys like Iggy and Josh Woods who are going to get some reps now. And that Robert Quinn uh, signing is perceived basically completely the opposite. People are so psyched about it online from what I've seen. So what are your guys' thoughts on this deal, and how much is it going to help the defensive line? I think we're the best D-line in the league right now, uh, especially if Akeem Hicks can stay healthy. Like 
2018. Uh, there's no way that anyone can stop anyone. You can't double team Mac because you got Robert Quinn on the other side, and you still got a great, great nose tackle in Eddie Goldman. Who's Eddie Goldman's really so nice. underrated, man. I think exactly. I think his production also is going to jump because of this. You can't block everyone. You literally can't. And if you decide to block everyone with tight ends and running backs, um, those receivers are going to be very well blanketed by the secondary. Jalen, what's exactly. your what your thoughts on the Robert Quinn signing? Um, now, at first, I didn't have a problem with signing Robert Quinn. He's a he's a um, he's a decent pass rusher. You know, he did have over eleven he had over eleven sacks last year. Had more you know sacks than Khalil Mack. Um, so I just had a problem with, you know, with the money, um, like seventy million dollars for a twenty nine year old. Only thirty million guaranteed though. Five year contract. Um, but. I, th- I also realize, you know, it's a lot of people getting paid this offseason. I don't know the new CBA. So, but um, the player, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the signing, you know. I, I was a big fan of Floyd, but obviously he wasn't producing, you know, sacks with a all-pro def- uh, all pro edge rusher on the other side of you who was getting triple teamed. So, you know, you're probably getting one-on-one. So, um, I like this signing. You know, we're giving Khalil uh, a partner. And so, yeah, that's all I have to say about this. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, sorry, you yeah, don't. Real quick. Yeah. Um, basically, with Robert Quinn, even though it's a five-year contract, if you look at how much it's guaranteed, it's only thirty million. So after two years, yeah, I know it's like thirty. And his playing incentives are going to be getting those sacks. So if he can yeah. produce, we'll be paying him more, but it'll absolutely be worth it. And like, in, I feel like in two years, he might not even be on the team if we decide to just move on because of his age or something. Absolutely, I'm I'm really scared of the uh, of the defensive line myself. It's 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 going to be a real scary one. It's going to be a nightmare for opposing quarterbacks. So before we uh, end this one off, we've talked about the quarterbacks, and then we talked about the two major signings that have gone down so far. So outside of quarterback, uh, I want us all to share one free agent that we would still sign. So I'm going to start this one off by saying uh, I want a strong safety. And I would like Malcolm Jenkins or Carl Joseph. Malcolm Jenkins just uh, got his his final year option declined by the Philadelphia Eagles. He's played a bit of free safety and strong safety throughout his career. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion and a three-time Pro Bowler. Not only could he provide some great teaching for the guys in the secondary, like Deion Bush and some people that eventually want to come up and get more reps, uh, and this is if we do move on from HaHa Clinton-Dix, that could also not happen for all we know. But I think Jenkins could be great. And then looking at Carl Joseph, he really produced. He's gone down with some injuries, but uh, I think he could be available for cheap. And both of those moves would be able to get Eddie Jackson back at the uh, at the free safety position, his natural position, where he was incredible in 2017 and 2018. So uh, I'm going to go with one of those strong safeties, but I want to hear your guys' thoughts on, on any free agent anywhere, uh, any position that you guys would like the Bears to pick up. Um. I don't have a specific free agent in mind right now, but I really think we need to go offensive line. Uh, yeah. We haven't got one yet, but I, I know a lot have been taken. I was going to say Brian Belago, but he literally just got signed like 10 minutes ago by the Chargers. I think we I think we more so look at the draft as far as, as linemen. Yeah. I think we definitely take one in the second round. One or two. You never know. Yeah. Uh, we need to upgrade there. Jalen, your thoughts on uh, another free agent that should be signed? Um... I agree. We need a, we need a strong safety. Um, Carl Joseph is is one that comes to mind. I wouldn't have a problem resigning Haha, but um, I didn't really like Eddie playing. You know, up closer to the line of scrimmage. I want him to be back in his natural position at free safety where he was all pro. Um, 
So I like I said, I, I want Carl Joseph. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really you know see anybody else on the free agency market that we could really use right now. We already signed the tight end, so you know we're probably not looking at Ebron, the quarterbacks other than Brady and Brady Winston's there, but um, he's probably gonna want money that we don't want to give him. Um, it's not really no any offensive lines that come that come to my head right now. So yeah, I would have to say Carl Joseph or Haha. Absolutely. Well, that's pretty much it for our uh, first episode recapping free agency. Obviously, there's still a couple waves of free agency that have to go down. And this was around the time last year that the Bears signed, you know, Mike Davis, Buster Screens. So we should definitely expect some more signings soon from the mysterious man, Ryan Pace. I don't think anyone saw Robert Quinn coming. And uh, and here, and same with Jimmy Graham. Pace really does work in the dark. I think they'll eventually work towards getting a quarterback. But uh, we'll see how that one plays out as well. Tom Brady's decision is going to affect that one a lot. But thank you guys for tuning in. I would like to say one more time, you can find all of our social media down in the description. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. And it feels weird saying this for the first time, but you can check out our articles, all our news and opinions on BearDown.com. And you can also check out our shop. We really encourage you guys to check that out. It's a Teespring shop. You can find it on the website. Um, And all proceeds are going towards coronavirus relief. Uh, Sad to see how this pandemic's panning out. Obviously, we hope it gets better soon. But thank you guys for tuning in and letting us give you guys some content in a time where there is no sports. NFL free agency really keeping everyone afloat right now. But thank you guys for tuning in. Once again, I am Chris, and we've got Parth and Jamal on the line. You guys have anything left to say? Wash your hands. Wash your hands. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Make sure to be safe, continue to quarantine, and we'll get some more stuff out to you guys soon. Thank you guys for tuning in, and always remember Chicago to bear down. Peace. Peace.